Hello, everyone. Well, I am four episodes behind on my And Just Like That recaps. And the reason for that is that it's very difficult to have a podcast that you update in a timely fashion if you actually have a life. It makes it so, so hard. And that's why all those podcasts that you see that come out every single week, those people are paid. And a lot of them, that's their only source of income. Um, And for me, it's the opposite. So I apologize, but I thank you so much for sticking with me. Also, I'd like to say that it's not easy to recap this show because it is one of the worst shows in television history. And my opinion is universal. Every single place I have ever gone to read anything or listen to anything about and just like that, the reviews have been scathing. The comments have been mind blowing. <laughs> um, especially after the first episode. Man, I I really scrolled. I scrolled the Instagram, I scrolled the YouTube, and it was a mess. Like, people sounded like they wanted to storm HBO, like, do their own little insurrection. So, I also want to say up top that I'm not editing this episode, and I do think that I speak fairly slowly when I'm trying to do my podcast. I'm not going to speed it up any, because I'm trying to actually record recap slash reviews for episodes three through seven in one sitting. And I don't expect these um, recaps to be long. Hopefully they could be all within 15 minutes. Um, unless I feel inspired to say a lot more, but this show, it is so painful. It is so painful, but I will be linking to two people who um, two YouTubers who recap and just like that. And I think they do a great job. I do this podcast because I enjoy it. I would have to, it certainly brings me zero dollars. Um, and so I, even though I'm not huge by any means, I do like to support other podcasters at times Um, So in the past, as you know, my you review, I shouted out to podcasts. And so I I will link to two YouTubers pages. And one of them, um, the it has recaps in the title of the actual YouTube page. I just love watching the show specifically to watch her YouTube videos. It's, I mean, she really makes watching this enjoy, well, not enjoyable because that's not possible, but I really enjoy her recap. So hopefully you will enjoy the two YouTubers that I link to. So let me see. Episode four was all about taking us back to the Jim Crow, basically, (laughs) Let me not say that. It was it was taking us back to a time where, like, yeah, right after Jim Crow, where it was, like, legal 
for black people and white people to interact. And this episode took us back to the time that um, Jim Crow ended because that's how Charlotte was acting. She was acting like it was a very, very big deal that she was invited to LTW's party, LTW's black. And so um, Charlotte was on the hunt for rent a black friend because she didn't want LTW to think that she has no black friends. (laughs) And since when, since when is this real life? Um, this show, it's, you know, I'm not drinking right now and it's really unfortunate because I, this is not the type of show that you should be sober while you're watching because I just, maybe if I were intoxicated, if I was on some type of a substance, I would be able to watch this and maybe everything about this show that makes no sense, maybe I could piece something together but um so yeah Charlotte is hunting for a black friend which is just it it bothers me it bothers me that they have made a race that big of an issue um today in such a stupid ridiculous way this is New York City that's where and just like that is supposed to be where these characters live And in 2021, you're that pressed? You're really that pressed about having black friends meet your other black friend? Um, You'd think that this was the 1970s in Alaska or just some some far off place where there's literally like three black people in the fucking county or some shit. Um, So Miranda's son tells Miranda that she smells like pot Um, He picked up on what she smelled like after Che shotgunned her. Um, I didn't know what shotgunning was, and I'm proud to say that. Nobody has shotgunned me. Nobody's asked me if they could shotgun me, and nobody would. I think I'd want to slap them or punch them in the face. That is not how I'm trying to ingest my pot. I don't feel that lesbians do this. I'm not a lesbian. Maybe I'm in the wrong, but all of it, I'm not, I'm not, why did Che have to shotgun Miranda? Like, it's stupid. It's just dumb. So Brady's girlfriend literally says, quote, when Miranda's like, I don't smell like pot. Um, Brady's girlfriend says, quote, we're all adults here. Since when? Since when, bitch? Brady is 17 years old. I'm assuming you're not older than 17. You're not a fucking adult. And why are you in the house? Why are you still in the house? Why are you living at Miranda's crib? Oh my gosh. So um, she eats. Then the same girl who says, we're all adults here. eats one marshmallow at a time. Yeah, that's an adult thing to do. Um, I really would like to call child support services on Miranda, get her son and his girlfriend removed from the home. Um, so Miranda, she's basically adopted his, um, her son's girlfriend and she lives in the house and she's able to tell Miranda what she thinks of her. 
And everybody is disturbed by this. Why are you allowing your son's underage girlfriend to basically move in and give unsolicited advice? This is not progressive. It's actually disrespect. And I don't really know who's doing this. And any parent who's doing this, or if you want to have kids and do this, you're not, you're not a good parent if you allow this at all. Um, and I'm, I apologize for getting tongue tied a little bit. I'm reading my notes. Um, so now we're back at Carrie's place and she puts on a striped long sleeve sweater and a large white skirt (laughs) for some nostalgia. And the skirt is, it's so ridiculous. If you watch the show, you know that this skirt was sheer and long and huge And it's just, this show is too distracting because it's so stupid. It just doesn't make any sense. And it's so troubling. Um, The distractions are just, it's just too much. Why is the writing on this show so sloppy? You know, I want to reclaim my time. Just like Maxine Waters told us that. Um, So... This, again, everybody says this is ridiculous. I don't know why Carrie is in that fucking skirt. I And the writers have a podcast. You couldn't pay me enough money for me to, to listen to their podcast because I think they live on a totally separate planet and I don't want to get familiar with where they live or why they came up with what they came up with because whatever they say, there is no, there's not going to be a proper explanation or a decent one. So the ladies all have lunch together and Carrie's outfit looks like a costume. Uh, Miranda's dry wig, it seems fit for a king in the ninth or sorry, in the 1700s. And she is a full-time alcoholic. She wants to order another bottle of wine for the table. And this is really poor writing for an alcoholic on a series because we know that Miranda's alcoholic ass would have just ordered an entire bottle for herself. She wouldn't have been asking her friends if she could order one for the table. So then Carrie's Indian realtor, Seema, um, shows up and tells Carrie that she has to change up her apartment. I love Seema. I really, really do. She's tall no nonsense her hair is out of this world her style is on point she fits right in with what sex in the city used to or what yes what sex in the city was not this train wreck um so i hope that they keep seema i really do so carrie tells seema not to touch her shoes and uh, we don't care we don't care carry shoes heels like it's kind of fun and cute that they keep on talking about like heels like they're so magical but it this show is so bad so that I don't want them to tap into what we're used to and what we expect of these characters if everything else about the character does not remind us of who the character was Yes, Carrie cared about her shoes. She also cared about her husband, (laughs) except for on and just like that. So a woman in a wheelchair um, back at the podcast, she apparently has had sex with Bobby Lee. Um, I still need to know why they're trying to make Bobby Lee have any type of sex appeal, because um, 
I just, I need it to stop. I need it to stop. Like Bobby Lee, I don't care how funny he is. I don't care how talented he is. He's still drying me out. He just is. Um, So Miranda's professor talks to Miranda about not really, Naya, there, that's her name, um, about not really wanting to have kids. Um, They're out to dinner. Miranda and Naya are out to dinner. And we are all officially living on Mars because Naya would never open up to her psycho-ass student like this. Remember how crazy Miranda has presented herself to Naya from day one. Their conversation, it was too personal. It's not professional. It was like an unethical therapy session that no teacher would have with their new student. It was a conversation for friends and family, not for a professor and their student. I just, I cannot believe this show, this show. It's like, can you just tell us that this is not New York City in 2021? Can you please just let us know this shit is a fucking parody? Because then it'll make a little sense. So I did enjoy the commentary from Carrie's real estate agent, Seema, about how insulting It is to tell a woman in her 50s that it's good that she's still putting herself out there. I appreciated that because I think we all make those comments to people um, and we just are unaware of how much it could hurt them. And when you think about it, because I had never really thought about it. When you think about it, someone who's single in their 50s knows their age And knows their relationship status and they don't really need us to encourage them when they wish that they didn't even have to be a part of the game, the single game anymore. Um, So Charlotte goes back to LTW's house and she mistakes one black woman for another. um, But she also saves the day at the dinner table by stepping up for LTW against um, LTW's mother-in-law. And Charlotte is just so, so desperate for this friendship with LTW. And I don't, based upon how timid Charlotte is, I just don't think that she would have the balls to be so assertive at a dinner table with, oh my God, all black people. You know, I just don't think that she would really have the nerve to just be piping up in the way that she did um, because Charlotte really, really lacks confidence. So then Carrie gets very upset that Seema has cracked the glass of a framed picture of her and Big. Um, This scene is supposed to remind us that Carrie is grieving, but it falls flat for me because um, you can't just grieve over a cracked glass and grieve like her, Carrie's grieving is so random. It lasts like 30 seconds. It's so unrealistic. And I feel that what this show does, one of the things that this show does is it triggers everyone who's going through anything that one of the characters is going through. So someone who is newly widowed is not out and about joking about having sex with her husband or getting rammed and and just joking and upbeat and just casually saying things that 
you know, referencing to the death of their spouse. And can you imagine being a widow and watching and just like that? You probably would be screaming at your TV screen or your um, computer screen or phone screen, whatever you're watching it on. You'd be losing it because it's the they could have painted um, a realistic picture of what that kind of deep um, grief is like. But can you imagine being someone who grieved their spouse and watching Carrie run around, act like she doesn't even know who Big is, and it's it's really shocking and disappointing and. Um, yeah, I, I understand that they're trying to remind us that Carrie is grieving, like when she gets mad at the cracked glass, but it's not enough. So it's not realistic, just like everything else in this series. Nothing is realistic about it. So that is episode four. Let me see if I could get to the other three. And then tonight is episode eight. And I'm so excited because I cannot wait for this garbage to be done because I will be moving on to recapping Harlem, a show that was actually good.